right, we're back, and this week we're talking soffit venting, which will piggyback on the previous week's show of roof venting. So we're going to tie that all together and show you exactly how to get your attic vented properly right after this. Here I come to save the day. All right, we're back, and this week we're going to talk about soffit venting, and make sure you hit that subscribe button, click the bell, and then leave us a note down below if you want to... Uh, have any questions for Rich because Rich loves getting questions and of course you yes. can always just send him an email rich at mightyhouse.net and he'll get back to you with uh, answers I'm sure and that is spelled R-O-N at mightyhouse.net <laughs> <laughs> just pronounce it as rich it's spelled R-O-N <laughs> alright alright so soffit vents these are, these are yes. the roof vents but let's go to yes. the soffit vent and how do we calculate that same, the same calculation from last week? It's, yes, it's the same theory. So on a for your attic space, you take the floor area of the attic, the square footage, and you convert it based on your ceiling. If you have a vapor barrier, a fairly tight ceiling, then you're going to go one square foot of venting for every 300 square feet of attic space. For one, if it's a very open ceiling, then you're going to want to get a little bit more venting, um, like probably one square foot for every 150. Now, we didn't talk about this last week, okay. but it did just pop in my small brain. Ding. Yeah, that was about what it did. <laughs> so people might ask, why does it matter if I vent more because I don't have a vapor barrier? Okay. So let in your house, you might have, I don't know, two, three people. Four, You five. might have some, yeah, you might have some eminals. Right. Some dogs and cats and, you know, all that. Sure. If you have aquariums. Oh. And then even worse, if you guys shower. Oh, yeah. Bathe. How about cook? cook. Yeah. yeah. Pasta. You boil that pasta. So in a house? In a house. In oh, a barbaric. house. <laughs> yes. So what the point is, is that if you have all this extra humidity in your house mm -hmm. because of the number of people in your activity, if you do not have a good vapor barrier at your ceiling... All of that moisture, it migrates to the attic. Yep. If your attic is not properly vented, that gets trapped up there. And particularly in the winter, you have a lot of frost buildup on the bottom of the plywood. Yep. And in the summer, you can actually get mold growth because it's going to get up in there and kind of get trapped. Right. So that's why the difference for unvented versus vented, you know. So let's talk about soffit vents. So now we said one square foot for every 300 square feet of attic space. Now we want to divide that by two. Okay. So the example we used last week was 1,500 square foot house. Right. Divided by 300 square feet. Yep. Five square feet of venting. So I need two and a half on the roof and two and a half in the soffits. And I mentioned this last week. We're looking for convection currents. Right. Warm air rises. Warm, moist air rises. Right. So you want the air from the soffits to go up, follow the roof, and then out the roof vent. Mm -hmm. And what that does, it takes out excess moisture, it takes out excess heat, and then it leaves your house cooler. Correct. But there's still space to it. So the most t common type of soffit vent that you're going to see. Look at that are these slotted panels for an aluminum soffit. Yep, right This in is there. probably most new homes are going to have this under them. Right. Under their soffit. And you can see it's just got perforated sections in it. And some might, right. this has a lot of perforated sections in it, but some will just have every fourth or fifth one will be a perforated 
Right. Yeah. The ones we used to use were you bought solid panels and perforated panels, and then you'd put in every third or fourth, like you said, you put in three solid panels, then a perforated panel, and then keep going. Right. Now, if this is a new house with no plywood on the soffits, then this is probably more than adequate. The problem is, is if your house was remodeled, mm-hmm. you know, if it, and I'm not saying just as bad as a flip, but back in the day, you know, you want that maintenance free exterior. We were running a deal on soffit, <laughs> aluminum soffit and fascia. Yep. The problem is, is they put these soffit panels up and there's no hole above them in the plywood. Right. The pl- plywood that's underneath that or above that won't, above have, that. won't have any holes. In it, so even no. though this is vented, it doesn't go any further than between the the aluminum soffit and the wood soffit you've got underneath it. So if you're having right. these installed, you need to make sure you're drilling holes in that so- in that plywood soffit to allow that air to f- fully get up into the attic. And so that's a big part of this. You got to make sure there's holes in the soffits for that airflow to make it into the roof structure into right. the attic. So that's our next one there. Next up, we have. These. That's kind of old school. That looks like an unpainted wall register for HVAC system. <laughs> yep. But seriously, back in the day, I mean, that's like an 8 by 16 soffit vent. It had a little piece of screening on the backside to keep the big bugs out. Right. Um, and then they actually went to smaller ones that were about 4 by 16. They were a little nicer, but we went to narrower soffits. Problem with these twofold. One, they tend the screens tend to get messed up from not just the outside with dirt flying up into them, but even loose insulation in the attic falling on them and right. then clogging them yep. and then restricting airflow. So those never did work more than a couple, three years. Right. And you're, so they again, were always a problem. And again, we're assuming that whoever installed these on your plywood soffit actually cut this out behind here. Because more than yes. more than once I have taken these down and seen there is nothing. There's not even a hole behind it. They just nailed them up because you asked for soffit vents, so they put the vent on. But they didn't bother cutting the hole in behind How it. How is that not a gable? It's still a hole in your attic with a, with a vent in front of it. The gable, meaning the wall, the, mm. the, the triangle part of your roof, that's the gable vent that's on the side. This is the soffit that's underneath. Oh, okay. So, so it so might look similar. these guys are. Yes. And instead of right, that. It would... Go ahead, Rich. Right. No, it's just that those were built. Those were the type of vents that were installed prior to perforated aluminum soffits. Gotcha. So it was not unusual for us to take eight foot pieces of plywood. Oh, sorry. And we'd cut in the center of each sheet an eight by 16 hole, actually seven by 15. Right. Because that's an eight by 16 vent. But we'd cut a hole in the center of every panel. You throw it up and you throw that up in there and you put that on there. Right. So. And then the painter would come along and he'd spray three coats of paint in it and close it. (laughs) So you can see why we're saying, I mean, it sounds facetious, but the truth is these things didn't work because the next trade didn't care or understand why they were there, why they were there and what impact they were having on them by filling them with paint, ripping them out, not putting holes behind them, whatever. Right. So that's, that was, that went bye-bye with the Dodo. Uh And then we went to the aluminum soffit panels, which we showed the previous but there's still other options what do we got next there sonar ah my favorite a continuous soffit vent you know that just goes right through there there's holes all the way down nice and even all the way through there and that's a really good system as well yeah. i mean they you've, you're venting all the so 
when we talk about roof venting, and actually I'm going to cheat a little, there's a photo that's going to come up at the end of this that's going to give you that path. But where would you use a continuous soffit vent most would be in a hip roof. Mm -hmm. So on a gable roof where all of your rafters go from the outside walls up to a ridge, you could put a vent there and it's all going to breathe, right? That air is going to come in. But when you have a hip roof, you have the hips coming down and then you have jack rafters coming into those. Those don't breathe because the air is being blocked by the jack rafters hitting the hips. Right. So that's why the continuous soft event is so much better than doing parts but you should also actually drill the rafters, which we used to do. Um, but that's somewhere else. Uh huh. So what's the next one? You got another another and, and, style of continuous. Yeah, that's a closer. Yeah. So and we use a lot of those because what we do is on a on if we have a roof that's vented. So like I do houses that are unvented roof structure. Right. But you don't do that in the outdoor living areas. So you must have a uh, a way to seal that off the outdoor living area, because it's not heated, cooled, or anything. So that roof does get vented. So it's a much smaller attic area. I might only need one square foot of venting. But I still run the continuous just because it looks better than having Morse code. Right. Start, stop, 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 <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. But um, so then we have a vapor barrier that stops the air from going into the living portion of the house. But it's a, it's a great system. Yes, it works really well. Um, and then you can balance this out by doing the math of how much continuous venting you need um and we can talk about this in a second here because the the last option is you've got retrofit retrofit these and these come in from one inch these button vents up to three inches and right. you just go along in your soffit and you just take a hole saw and start drilling holes and then you can add and we've and we've used those in homes that are 60 70 years old yep. that never had proper roof venting so if you have an old house, you know, if you're in the Chicago area, I know Beverly and, and Mount Greenwood, mm -hmm. you know, they only had four or five inch soffits. Right. You know, and if you were lucky, so you'd go around and you'd drill those in and then you'd go up on the roof and add some roof vents, you know, when you, when you reshingle the roof. And it was amazing. All of a sudden the house would cool down 30 degrees yep. and, you know, your roof would last 10 more years and it just, you got to let it breathe. Right. Right. Not a big exactly. fan of those PVC gutters, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I was looking for the picture of these button vents installed, which is what that's all about right there. So right. there you go. Okay, so let's close this up. I think we can wrap it up. Here's the picture we really wanted to talk about. So, well, this shows our path and, and the theory behind all of this. Right. So you have this, your soffit vent, and that mm -hmm. comes up, and then it goes up through there. And if you've got... The insulation baffle, see how that holds that down, the insulation back, so that that air can now travel through there. That's what this is doing here. And then it goes up through the mushroom vent. So a big key is if you're having somebody, you know, because every fall we see the commercials for, you know, specials on adding insulation in your attic and how much money it can save. And it's one of the things that we truly believe in it with, with the building science is there is nothing wrong with adding insulation to your attic. Right. It does, in some respects, save you money, but not as much as, we always say, air sealing. Right. But if you were to fill your attic with blown-in insulation, you know, 10 or 12 inches of blown-in cellulose, and you closed off those pads right. and for your roof this. venting, yep. you've just created a bigger problem. And you're, what you think you're saving in gas or electric, 
you're going to spend in roofing, uh, you know, re-roofing, mold remediation. So oh, yeah. it's the building has to breathe. So, and a lot of this is not because we've got different materials. It's because we're building the houses tighter. You know, back in the day when the house was, you know, a hundred year old house, it had cracks everywhere. The house mm -hmm. breathed naturally. Sure. But it did take a lot to heat or cool it. Yep. So as you build a tighter home, you have to watch these paths for the house to breathe. Right. So here's the question. So we just did continuous venting all the way around, and it, we have we have a hip roof, which is where all sides are pitched up to the center. So we can't get as much of these uh, mushroom vents on there like, as much as we need. So now we have too much air, incoming air and not enough outgoing air. Is that okay, or is it if, if we... Well, it's... <clears throat> Simple thermal dynamics, more or less, mm -hmm. right? So for every cubic foot of air that leaves that mushroom vent, it has to draw one cubic foot in. Right. So if you don't have enough on the top where the mushroom vent's trying to go out, it's actually probably not as bad as not having enough in the soffit. Because if you don't have enough in the soffit and that roof vent's hot, you know, the attic's warm, it's going to draw the air right out of your house. Which was my to next make question. Up that air. <laughs> that was... That's where I was going with it. So you, if you had too many roof vents, not enough soffit, where does it suck the air out of your house? That's right. So all that money you've just spent on heating and cooling is going right through the roof. And your conditioned air is because your house was never air sealed to begin with. So hopefully if you've watched us for, for quite some time and you've seen some of the shows and you understand the air sealing versus insulation mm -hmm. and proper path for, for venting, you think you'll understand why those things are so critical and so right. interconnected. Yes. Yeah. One does affect the other. So you can Absolutely. have too many, you can have more soffit venting and that I, that's okay. Um, versus the amount of roof venting. So correct. That, that's kind of where I was going with those questions just to make sure, because we're both saying, you know, soffit vents are great, but if you do the math, you may have way too much soffit vent and not enough roof vent, but that's okay mm -hmm. because you're still, Versus versus the other way around. Correct, and that that's really the key here. So you want to make sure that this all breathes and 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 works really well. That'll keep your uh, roof dry, keep your shingles, uh, make them last the full lifetime of their warranty, and uh, you end up with a good solid product over over the life of your home. So, and, and before you close this out, the last thing I'm going to do as a parting shot is that if you have bath fans or anything uh, fans. that are vented into your attic. If you're going to be doing a new roof or a remodel or something, get those things vented directly to soffits or roof jacks through the roof. Do no longer, you know, and I mean, I'm guilty of it. Back in my day when I was framing and stuff, we just took bath fans and we'd put them right next to a, a, a mushroom vent. Sure. Or not you know, even. And while you're, just, yeah, just and while you're showering and you got that fan going and that attic is getting cold, we'd throw that frost all over your roof. Right. You know, well, we learned, you yes. know, so. We don't stand here and say that's how we always did it. I'm guilty of it, but, <laughs> but we learned. From we don't it. do that. But we we learn from it. it. Yeah. So found yeah. a way that we shouldn't do it. <laughs> exactly. So all right. So hopefully you've learned a little bit more about attic venting and and how to properly set it up, how to calculate it, and uh, next time you won't have all those mold issues and and uh, right. condensation, problems. curled shingles, and yeah, all that fun stuff. So with mm -hmm. that, keep it square and level. Until, Until next, next time. time. Until next time. There you go. You just needed a practice. I needed a practice one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It, I, I, don't should, know. I should be able to do it. I've only been doing it for 15 years. Get a sharpie right around. Did we did we yeah, do those a, under four hours? 